on. We're going right into the next two tracks here, um, which are duh, followed by duh with an exclamation point, followed by everybody. Featuring Doc Ice. Doc Ice. Duh with an exclamation point. Oh, yeah. I love an exclamation point at the end of a song. It changes. It just changes it. Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Brings it to that next Like if Uptown Girl had like an exclamation point at the end. What? I don't know. It'd just be funny. I think it'd be funny. Yeah, that would have certainly brought Uptown Girl to the next level. I mean, yeah. Billy Joel could just use like, why, what's, 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 why Or we didn't start the fire, question mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. We might have. Okay. I can't. I'm drunk. I haven't even eaten dinner. Okay, we need to. <laughs> this is fun. Tookie. It's been a rough day. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go right ahead here. This is um this is duh. And actually there's a video for it. Should I find the video? <gasps> I yeah. have not seen the video. Okay, well. I saw him perform on the Today Show, but I did not watch any of the videos for there the There was I only found this video. Sci-fi Records official video release. So it's mm. like some weird Pleasantville nightmare fantasy situation. It's this <laughs> is where we're at. Oh, yeah. I'm I, I why I, is there a duck? Is that duck? Tana, okay. jealous wife. Okay, so he's setting his jealous wife. Corey abused hubby. What? I didn't even pay attention to this. This is so fucking. It drives me crazy because I'm just. I love you. See what I mean? No sex for two weeks. Really, really rarely. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Good to see you. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? Hi. Oh, hey, Courtney. Hi, Corey. Oh my God, you look so cute today. Oh wait, you got a hair. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, it makes her a little pastry. Oh, uh, we have to go. Oh, yeah, the, time, to go. the time, the no, time I forgot. Breakfast. No, but it's but it's the rehearsal. Bye, bye. Um, you look lovely. Okay, ow. Hey, I'm sure they're oh. delicious. Oh, great. What just happened? Um, uh, because I like. I don't know. It's just duh. 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 You must be divine to be an angel. For an angel can do no wrong as long as it's done under the halo. Duh. Lynch is currently watching this weeping that he will never attain your peculiarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it, uh, I, I just. Uh, you, hey, you ever hear uh, Crispin Glover's record? Oh, yes. it's, no. it's kind of like, I don't know. It reminds me of like, 
it's just it's all the same sort of nonsense yeah but it's like intentionally scary you like clowny clown is like oh clowny to... clown is so good <laughs> clowny is incredible yeah That'll uh, be a future app if we ever do another another show ever again. I'm this that. song, no, the sound of this song repealed Title Nine on its own. Like I just, <laughs> oh shit, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I make you <laughs> too real? It's too real. Sometimes I get too real. I'm sorry. No, it was just funny, and I started it's... coughing. I don't remember what this one sounds like, but I wrote this is like a summertime hit. Yeah, this, no. this was the summer hit. Mm. This is. I wrote down that this is like, you know, if Asia Asia era Steely Dan tried to play like mm. California Girls by Katy Perry, it's like that Unholy Union with you know with vocals by Corey Feldman, of course. Okay, and let's, Doc Ice. Yep. Let's let's hear everybody. Here we go. Oh boy. Wash clean, swept up by your napping. Sorry, I'm gagging. That one's mm. really bad. That one's okay. The funny thing mm. is, it's very funny that the first half of this album, like, I get the sense Corey Feldman is, is trying to write straightforward pop songs. This is that's what he thinks he's doing, but he actually does kind of write a conventional pop song with this one. Dickie, what is okay about this? Uh, you know, it's like I don't know. It's a feel-good hit. That's uh, <laughs> that's about all I can say about it. It's uh, you know, it makes me want to. Why well, you know have uh, have a drink and sit on the beach and just listen to uh, other summertime hits and uh, you know it's got a real LFO feel to it you know uh, <laughs> yeah. two of those three guys died and it was going down to this song yeah so. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Rich Cronin um, these are my notes for everybody is he trying to be Flo Rida uh, Flo Rida man. As in, uh, he is flatlining on a fucking beachfront casino. <laughs> is this the dude with the vest again? Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, my God. That's the other part. There's, like, this guy, I guess, Doc, whatever, Doc Ice. Mm. He has mm. a terrible vest. I just want it to be known. He's in one of the videos. It doesn't matter. It's so sinister. The delivery is so sinister. He's like, smile wide, stretch across your face. Mm. That's how you get into the good place. Like, that's like getting cornered by the only other guy on the orange line. Like, mm. phone is on 3% and you are desperately trying to avoid any engagement. Like, you cannot make eye contact with this song. Like, like, it is just, it's fucked up, dude. It is fucked up. Uh, what the fuck is he trying to do on Duh? Like, what's the point of Duh? I don't know. Like, <sighs> it's a showcase where he's like, hey, look how, look, look how dumb my broads are. And then uh, it's, and then it, it's like, oh, also, I'm dumb. Like, I feel like this song is like him being like, oh, you people think I'm stupid. They haven't seen stupid. I'll show them stupid. Because, <laughs> uh, like. He, he also put this- it out as a single in 2013. So he thought it was, yeah, it looks like uh, he thought it was good enough to bring back and put on the. On this that album. says a lot. There's yeah. a part straight up where he's doing a verse and then he just starts mumbling. And I transcribed what he said. 
what he said was ring ring <laughs> ring ring get a diamond to get down i forget my i forget my lines but i'm gonna remember in a minute because i'm the best rapper ever in the whole wide world okay ready this time it's gonna be the right way um let me just figure it out hold on i've got this one two three four five six seven hey i figured it out and then he goes into the hook this this is like this is honestly it's proof that white supremacy is such a lie <laughs> it's truly it's truly proof if you didn't need you know if you didn't want your my pithy memes that i keep posting uh, uh or you know my anxious tirades at christmas then maybe you could listen to this and be like you know what my white supremacy is a lie <laughs> i have been i've been yeah, taught this horrible this, lie this is the should this album be used for deprogramming like of yes. like racist indoctrination by being like look come on this this is this is what you're fighting for this is what you're fighting. Every fucking motherfucker who's saying all lives matter is fighting for uh, Corey Feldman. That's what they're fighting for. I just, I can't, I can't cope with it. Because there are, there are a lot of people who like to say, oh, we, you know, we're all, we all descend from Africa, right? So if it's the case that this man, <laughs> that this man, Corey Feldman, has mm-hmm. some black ass ancestors who were brought over here, and sold into chattel slavery. Harriet Tubman told them, bring those Negroes the fuck back because <laughs> we don't want this. We don't want this. Harriet I'm- Tubman brought them back to the plantation. That's how bad this music is. If he actually has any black ancestors, mm-mm. Well, I think this album really, no, no. Lends, this album really lends credence to like the 5% nation's uh, theory that like white people were created by a mad scientist named Dr. Yacoub. Yacoub. Yes, yeah. we like, know about Yakubians here. I, I, I believe I believe in that theory now after hearing this album. You know, you believe that like this is some Yakubian dark magic. Like black people are sun people and white people are ice people. Right? I do now. I there's mean, a Corey whole. Fe- there's yeah. Okay, Corey Feldman me, is certainly an ice person. The only black inside Corey Feldman was Michael Jackson. Oh, well, no. Oh no. <laughs> well. Because you know oh, his dick was still black. No! I don't know. He, why wouldn't he get work done on that, too? He got work done on everything else. I Jesus, need to leave Heather. after that. That, that was... <laughs> Tookie Heather. isn't even giving me a side eye. She's giving me a side face. Her whole face is sideways, and I deserve it. I just had to say it. <laughs> it's just... Didn't uh, Michael why? Jackson... I think Michael Jackson, didn't he only, like... <laughs> beat off looking at their buttholes. I don't think he's uh, done. Uh, um, he, look, Corey, uh, Corey Feldman was, they just, uh, I, I believe Corey when he says that nothing happened there because he's exposed everyone else who molested him, which was a lot of people. Yeah. We're going to have a chat after we log off, Heather. <laughs> <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm really, I honestly, I'm sorry. This is a problem. This is a problem that I felt the need and the ability to say that. Um, I, <laughs> all right, let's move. No, stop. All right, let's move on to the next two songs. Please, God, anything but this feeling of deep shame. Um, Okay, uh, the next two. I thought I was the problematic fave, Heather. Jeez. <laughs> Am I, it did anything, I, was it wrong? <laughs> Do you disagree? Go ahead. Uh, 
Okay, let me just say, I'm so sorry. You're not disagreeing. That's right. Okay, so uh, under duh, so um, this was a note I put here. I don't know if this necessarily relates to this comment, but I'm desperately trying to avoid sitting in this comment. So um, in his previous album called Former Child Actor, he had a song called Megaloman. Uh, According to Corey Feldman, it's a song about how on 9-11... Yes, that 9-11. Michael Jackson had a car leaving New York City and for some reason wouldn't let, for some reason, wouldn't let Corey Feldman on the escape vehicle. Yeah, Marlon Brando was in there. He wrote a song that said, I believed in your words, I believed in your lies, but in September in New York, you left me to die. I think if he got molested, then he wouldn't have written about the worst thing that the guy did to him being uh, stranding him in New York on 9-11. I don't know. Just in regards to that lyric, imagine being in New York on 9-11 and you just see like the planes like flying into the building and you're like, what the fuck? And then you look over and it's Corey (laughs) Feldman running after like, Michael Jackson's fucking car. <laughs> like, like, wait <laughs> up. Do you guys want to hear my windows hanging out the window saying, we don't have room for you. We don't have room for you. It's like Corey. Feldman. Face yeah. taken. <laughs> yes, Tookie, I want to hear whatever story it is. Please, God. It's a 9-11 story. So, okay. Great. So here's, oh, so. Good. Um, yeah, I know. Lighten the mood. So <laughs> I, yeah. So at the time I was actually 13 instead of 14 because I skipped a grade. It's a whole thing. But um, freshman year at my high school, you're, it's a graduation requirement to go on a two-week camping trip in the woods in New Hampshire. So we that actually like terrorism. <laughs> go it's, on, <laughs> it's it's abuse. Uh, but anyway, so we we're up there, and um, Monday, the Monday that we arrive is September 10th. We set up camp. We dig latrine holes for ourselves because you know we're roughing it and we go to sleep in our tents right are you are you gonna be okay you, you promise you'll be okay okay so what we what what was established right in this camp is that we all gather on a big meeting rock and the teachers who are the, also the chaperones would give us our activities for the day blah 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 right so we go to sleep monday september 10th we wake up that next Tuesday morning and, you know, all the teachers are very frantic, like, okay, come on, you've got to get to the meeting rock. It's super important. We have a huge announcement. It's no, it's like, it's a huge deal. So they sit us all down on the meeting rock and they're like, the the, the lead counselor teacher is like, okay, kids, listen, we just, we just watched the news. It's like this horrible, terrible thing. Two planes just hit the Twin Towers in New York City. It was a terrorist attack. And this one kid in my class pops up from his seat in the rock and he goes, oh, I know, it's a scavenger hunt. So that's <laughs> my 9-11. And I want Corey Feldman. <laughs> to apologize I, for it. <laughs> I want Corey Feldman to understand what actual trauma is. <laughs> of ha- oh, you got stranded? by your pickup service okay no (laughs) i was on a two-week camping trip away from my parents in the Uh, middle of the woods and some kid in my class thought a terrorist attack was a scavenger hunt you don't know 9-11 rp to those people but like you don't know 
the true horror of 9-11 court. Yeah, it's just wild that, I mean, the only reason he could really be mad about this is if he thought the next plane was headed to his fucking apartment. I and, mean. like, then to still be mad about it when he made this album in 2013, <laughs> or whenever he made Former Child Star, what, when was it? I think it, was- it doesn't, 1994. <laughs> yeah, right, oh, he, So he just predicted it, okay. Yeah. Former Child Actor, 2002. 2002. Uh, right okay. after. So Gotta right capitalize. Oh. Gotta capitalize. And that's, okay, and that's like a whole nother sinister undertone of this is that it's very hard to take anything this motherfucker says seriously, even when he is like alluding to like really serious abuse. You know what I mean? Because it could be that he's like, I mean, he's literally fabricating this entire identity. He thinks he's solving sex crimes by having sex slaves like i don't know anything this anything this guy says should be taken like with so much salt like it just you can't i don't even we have i just want to say that we have 196 comments on this episode so far so at least the stoppies are out there understanding what we're talking about because this it, it is it is profoundly damaging what we're doing here uh, I just want to say real quick. Uh, oh, I'm just so. About, hold on. I'm just looking Sorry. at the former former child actor record, and uh, we probably should have done this record because track eight is Jingle Bell Rock. I don't think nope. this is a. It's definitely not a Christmas themed album, so that's just thrown in there. <laughs> and then track that's wait that's track eight, and then track nine is called What Is a Dog Question <laughs> Mark. And then, and then track 10 is Imagine uh, another John Lennon cover. So, anyways. Yeah, we can do the whole discography. You know, we did, no. we did multiple Broken Side albums. Okay. There's a very important song we're about to listen to called yeah. Lickety Splickety. Lickety Splickety. Featuring yeah. Corrupt. Um, what, what were you going to say about Daz, Tookie? Oh, that he's somewhere disappointed. <laughs> This is the new dog pound. Yeah. I mean, well, because I really got Snoop, but Snoop will do a feature on anything. I think my favorite Snoop Dogg feature is on Big Time Rush's boyfriend. That's a deep cut. Wait, I don't know Not if I know one. that one. Yeah, it's a deep cut. Wow. Okay, Tucky. You go you go deep in the Disney channel. <laughs> is that what we're talking about? The here? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's just so I don't. <laughs> but yeah, it's time to get into the death row portion of the uh record. With uh, Lickety Splickety featuring Corrupt and Go For It featuring Snoop Dogg. We have so many more songs. I think we're like maybe halfway through now. Like, this is ridiculous. We have not gotten to the rock portion yet. I can't deal with this. I don't feel okay. I. Are you going to make me listen to Joe Biden again first? I don't know. We'll find out. God damn it. No. God damn it.
on dubstep. Yeah. Lickety Splicky, though, I got to say, yeah. all right, so right before Lickety Splickety started, I took I probably my third break of the album. I was like, I need to pause. I need to regroup. And I smoked a little weed. Um, and I started fucking with Lickety Splickety heavily, heavily, like just fresh, fresh off of off of that, like taking, you know, hitting the bong or whatever. Like, I don't know what it was. I started I started. I that song is so fucking insane. That is the craziest <laughs> song I've ever heard in my entire life. Just every element of it. It has a scatman breakdown. Like corrupt is just doing full on gangster shit in the middle of this Corey Feldman album. Corey Feldman is doing like Tom Waits, Michael Jackson. He's going, he's getting so down there. He's down by the bayou. It was like. <laughs> And right. lickety splickety isn't words. And lickety split doesn't does he not know that it's lickety split? I don't know, but I know like on the show we're always talking about how mediocre white men need to be told stop. Like it's important for them to be told stop. But I gotta say, if if Corey Feldman showed me this song, if he was like, check out this song lickety splickety, I'm thinking of putting this out on my new album. What do you think? I would be lying if I said I wouldn't say to myself like, let's see where this goes. I wanted yeah. I want to see the end product of this. You know, I I wouldn't have had it in me to tell him to stop if I heard Lickety Splickety because it's, what is it? What is Lickety Splickety? What is it? Somebody who's ever heard such a song in your life? Have you ever heard such a song in your entire life? If he, if he showed me that, I would just, I would, I would tell him, like, if if he like presented that to me, is that what do you think? I I would, I would just be like, yeah, it's pretty good. Because I am a coward and I don't want to hurt people's feelings, and uh, that's probably not what he needs. He probably has a lot of people like that around him, being like, "Oh man, yeah, this is like pretty good." They're uh, his sex I, slaves. I, yeah, I like. Let me see who's. Let me see who's watching this right now because I don't want. Dicky no. Dicky no. I just wanted to make sure I'm no. not saying. Okay, so I don't think I don't. I'm not going to name names, but like, there's like a couple people. Who, Dicky no, <laughs> who like do things and like we're trying to songs. help you here. Go yeah, ahead. They're, they're like they do things musically and it's awful. They're like, what do you think? I was like, yeah, hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm part of the problem. <laughs> but yeah, wait, actually, you're so brave. Round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> what a brave. <laughs> what a brave, vulnerable moment. Really? Yeah. I'm not co-signing this shit. I am <laughs> kidding. I don't. I don't. That is bullshit. You are a coward. I lickety, totally am. Lickety. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. You know, I'd tell him it was all right. No, I straight <laughs> up think. I straight up think lickety splickety is art. I think it's art. It is. What? Okay, Tookie has un. It, She's just her video disappeared because I hope that she was going to another realm. It's the same. It's the same energy I got from Methods of Mayhem, where it's like just yep. incorrectly executed from every yep. possible angle, and all you can do uh, is yep. sit back and experience it. Uh-uh. Yep. <laughs> yep. But uh. And you think that's good? Okay, good. Just checking. I just want to make sure because that's what you're saying, and that was what you're saying. You defended Tommy Lee. What did you say? Was it Tommy Lee is? What what did you say? Huge cock. Tommy, Tommy Lee to Malcolm X. You did say something. Tell it was, me. Come on, that was obviously in jest. It was in jest. Uh-uh. 
No, those two. You don't no, put brother you Malcolm in the same sentence as Tommy Lee. I what don't did you what say? I, I don't remember what I said, Heather, but Tommy Lee, it's like Malcolm X, I believe. I think. Well, I think he said he had a lyric that was like very close to a Malcolm X quote, and I just drew the. I just drew uh-huh. the, uh-huh. the comparison. Uh-huh. I wasn't uh-huh. saying uh-huh. anything more than that. Uh huh. Go for it. Go for it. Um, Hollywood Undead runs circles around this asshole. He's playing air piano. He's meth <laughs> Skrillex becoming Gollum. He is uh, the, got the Party City Fembots behind him. It, it, it's uh, dubstep Michael Jackson K hole nightmare. And then the worst part. Okay, so they have they have Snoop Dogg on the song. So this was the first. This was the song that he released, and he did a live performance on the Today Show of this song and Take a Stand, which is. So egregious, and we will get to. But he did this sh- song on the D- Today Show, and of course Snoop Dogg is like, <laughs> you're on your own, kid. Um, and so he just picks another guy, like another black guy in a fucking paper like vest, like a like a shiny like church vest. Um, oh, and he was so offbeat on the Today Show performance. And then, like the best worst part is the end of the performance where dude gets like two and a half claps. It was the saddest, (laughs) like emptiest thing. So this was the quote from spin that I thought was appropriate for four minutes. He lost his damn mind as he kicked and prowled his way across the stage without breaking his smile, his ghostly pallor and long black hair, making him look like Tommy Wiseau filming a part for pop star. Never stop. Never stopping. (laughs) Dude, he's doing like really, really sloppy, like pop lock stuff. The dancing is so hilarious. Just he's so he, he can't sing. He can't dance. He can't play any of the multiple instruments he attempted on this album. He can't compose. He can't conceptualize. And yet this thing is 94 minutes long. He does it anyway. And sometimes you get something like Lickety Splickety where it just drives you mad in its... It's 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 just the it's just the strangest no the strangest thing. What's driving me mad is you trying to call bad... lickety splickety art. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look, you didn't think Fair Abraham was art when we listened to it. You think that now? I've come around on a lot of Speed and Bullet to Heaven too. You know, sometimes, sometimes unexpected. It means your brain is broken. That's what it means. Sometimes songs are just just hit you in a way that was never intended and you can't help be tickled at this, the sheer silliness of the situation of everything that went into making lickety splickety happen. Like what did, how, who contacted corrupt? What was that discussion? (laughs) (laughs) That is a great question. That is a great question. Why did he agree is the other question. Yes. How much of that 14,000 went to corrupt? Hopefully the majority. I mean, uh, I don't know, dude. Who's I, the middleman between corrupt and Corey Feldman? Who's the who's the who's the guy who said, "Hey, can you do this favor for my friend, my mutual friend?" Like, there's there's an intermediary there, and who is it? Who could it be? What's the halfway point between the dog pound and the uh, truth 
uh, movement. I don't know. <laughs> Michael, I'm moving on to the next fucking song. I just can't, I can't entertain this. I can't entertain this. This is just, it's offensive. Um, okay, we're going to move on. This is the next one here. There's so many more. So we're going to just go right ahead. Um, you're, like, you're mad at me. You're mad at me for just saying that this song was insane. Like, come on, it's insane. It is insane. I you can't definitely any appreciation agree. from the experience of having heard lickety splickety of like wow i've heard lickety splickety now can't unhear it all right we, we can move on you're right you're probably right to be mad at me i'm mad uh the next one is called test one which uh spoiler alert he failed next one after that is called seamless these are terrible you know the music's not really that bad like i mean if you if if he like could like sing better i don't know I don't know if he just wasn't on it. If if he just can, wrote, can, all right. Wait. I mean, I don't think SB is doing the song any favors either. Yeah, is doing his verse through the phone. Apparently, that's another one where it sounds like the music's coming from different rooms. <laughs> uh, it's disorienting. It does not have corporeal form. It's a musical mirage. He's an angel. It's an um, angel. Is what it is. But I will say test one is the song where I was like, damn, like Corey Feldman poured his heart and soul into this album. You know, sometimes we give albums shit for being dashed off and not having enough thought put into them. Oh. Unfortunately, Corey Feldman, I can tell, um, put a shitload of work into this monstrosity. That's why it's the room of music. Um, yeah. Let's listen to Seamless. Like a snapper bro, this is Bojango. Talking about the sweet pool tango. Rocking me a white for a kango. Hanging out with Corey Sanjo. Tell me what the f you know about that. Why the f all the girls in the back? About to take a dip deep in the pool. No closures, tits, and booze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My man Fred laying it down like he always does. That I knew. I knew that this was your favorite part of the whole album. And it yeah, yeah, sure. mine too. Maybe mine too. When he says, Mr. Bojangle, get the sweet putango. Oh, it's great. You'd think no! that like, Fred Durst would be embarrassed to sing like that still, but. Oh, no. No shame. No shame for Fred. Um, I think this is both songs feature the saxophone player from David Gilmore's band. Um, and just weirdly mixed saxophone, just sort of like, ex especially on, um, on test one, like, it's just this 
disconnected saxophone just trilling endlessly throughout the entire song. Sweet Poon Tango. <laughs> um, That's all. That's yeah. all. Seamless nope. was Seamless was the best song in the album for me. Um, I knew that was your favorite song, and I realized that it was mine too. Snap this shit like I snap a bra. What? That's literally uh, what eleven-year-olds do on like the bus to fucking you know Plymouth Plantation. It's just like, oh, you have a bra snap. I like the line, uh, "We'll be like Miley Cyrus twerking. You can't help but watch it." Because like at least with this comparison, they're admitting that they're terrible and nauseating. <laughs> yeah. No clothes, just tits and boobs. Don't tell Fred Durst that. Tits and boobs are the same thing. <laughs> I want to know what he thinks the difference is between them. Tits and boobs. <laughs> what separates a tit from a boob? This song starts with like him trying to do like he literally does the kiss guitar, and then it's yeah. just yeah, it's the funkiest. It's the funkiest song that Fred Durst has ever been on. Okay, test one, test one, testing, testing, test one. Um. This one is a bad dream. It, it's I'm in the radiation zone. He's yeah. I'm on a molecular level. I'm changed. He says, "My eyes wide shut, so I'm ready for action. I'm too part of a fraction." That's pretty good. <laughs> I like. I you know what? Test one. I'm standing by the. I, this test one might be my favorite song on this record. Kelsey, no grammar. It's six, it's six minutes long. Kelsey, no grammar. MC with no hammer. And then he just says the words latitude, longitude, latitude. And then, and then he's doing the same rapping cadence that from Red Hot Chili Peppers can't stop, but he's doing it in Tom Waits' voice. He's like. it's a crazy bad song and then this guy sb this aspiring rapper who is the like this is just some rando who went to a Corey feldman party imagine you're an aspiring rapper and you think your your doorway into the industry is a going to a Corey feldman angels party and (laughs) I um I also I, I want to check one more time. Actually, I was going to tell a story about someone when I basically when I when I moved to Los Angeles, someone told me when I was trying to be like a comedian in Los Angeles, someone told me that their cousin was Randy Newman's like personal assistant. So if I needed any help getting started out there, <laughs> like he could talk to his cousin. I was just like, wait, uh, but it's but it's like probably like the same shit. It's like these rappers being like, oh, Corey Feldman's my ticket in. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't take that Randy Newman golden ticket? No. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't. You had a friend <laughs> someone. I know. It was um, a nice thought. They're nice for like thinking of me, but isn't that the song? Is you got a friend in me? Is it no, not yeah, that that's, one? Yeah, that's, you got that's it. Oh. Yeah, I got that reference. Oh good, thank yeah. you. Toki, well, we haven't heard from you in a while. Toki, um, how we doing? What are your thoughts? <laughs> She's shaking her head. She looks truly <laughs> distressed. Honestly, moment of silence. 
Moment of silence is appropriate at this point. We are mourning. We are mourning. This is atrocious. It's atrocious. There is no defending this. I don't. Uh, I want to make it clear when I say that Seamless is the best song in the album, that it's still very, very, very bad. It's very, 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 very bad. Right? Like, I'm not, I'm talking comparatively to, like, uh, the ragtime song that's coming up and stuff, you know? Like, it's not coming up soon enough. We need to move on. The next two songs are Wanna Break Free, followed by Negativity. And this is just truly the worst music, and it just gets worse and worse. We're not we're halfway through the album. This is fucking unacceptable. We are moving <laughs> faster than this. I am so sorry. Like Tookie, I'm so every I'm so sorry. I just I'm so sorry. I like I wanna break free. Here we go. Same song. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Going from like Neo Soul to Anthrax. Yep. The versatility of uh, of Corey Feldman. Whoever's playing bass on, on it isn't <laughs> isn't half bad though. Yeah, oh, no, it's sure. He's got a he's got a pro bass player for sure. That's yeah. like one of the few instruments he doesn't play on the yeah. album. See, yeah. I, I, my only note was uh bad but not funny bad. <laughs> yeah. It's just that song's just shit. It was like too close to competent to be like funny, you know. It's like yeah. Oh, they're just they're just playing a regular song and doing a bad job. They're not playing an insane <laughs> song like I've never heard before and doing a job that I can't even quantify because I've never heard anything like it in my life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Here's right. negativity. Yeah. ashamed by you i'm very ashamed by you Corey feldman this was like part of the album where like it was starting to make me feel nauseous like legitimately like listening to it just like it i just i was i don't know it's you know how they uh they they torture like uh yeah terrorists at guantanamo bay with whatever whatever drowning pool drowning pool like this would be way fucking worse because this actually like makes you sick Yep. I think they may have literally tortured prisoners at Guantanamo with this, and I'm, like, not even kidding. Like, I've seen that rumor thrown around. Oh, really? It yeah. would make sense to do it. This man needs to be fucking medicated and, like, <laughs> put away from other people. Like, this is... It's so fucked up. I. It's like he does were, a fake British accent, and he's trying to be ministry. 
and Jonathan Davis and it's ICP you, you, Incubus Corn against the machine. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, <laughs> but also like Prince thrown in, like he transitions from like, and none of those things and none of those things. I would take any single one of those artists a million times over this. It's all of the elements with nothing to show for it. It is just unbelievable how fucked up this is and then what a break free is like a calypso ska song that becomes rap rock guns and roses yeah, like what is happening they're doing like a, a really like poor rendition of like Chardet for the first minute and a half and then they go right into like don't bring Chardet into this are you kidding me please god don't do that i mean look i'm just that's how that's how I'm coping with this album is by drawing highbrow comparisons. Like that's all I can really do, is like, uh, uh, what good things does this remind me of? That's I have to do. Nothing. It. I can't help myself. Nothing, nothing. Nothing good. Nothing good was done here. Oh, uh-huh. like he sounds like he's singing a song while trying to eat a piece of hot pizza. Like he's just, ah. <laughs> this this. This right here makes me want them to bring back apartheid. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm exhausted. I'm when exhausted. Feldmans are the underclass, right? Yeah, you reverse mean, okay. <laughs> Sorry, reverse apartheid. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just so we're clear, Feldmans are the subclass. Mm. We're fucked, man. I'm so tired. Uh, okay, we're going to move on. This next Help. song. <laughs> the next two songs. I can't help. I can't. The only way I can literally help is by moving this along. So the next two songs we have, you got me followed by (laughs) I'm not. You got me. You got me partner. You got me followed by baby blue eyes. Oh Lord. You got me. Time to grow, become a man. Time to get that healthcare plan. Time to watch me step right out of play. Do you think there's a single person out there that likes this legitimately? No. No. Let's look at the comments. <laughs> Let's look at the comments on Baby Blue Eyes. Let's see where we're at here on the Facebook comments. Let's see how people are coping with this. Just to see. I mean, listen. Uh, my absolute favorite part of this album is the space that's between the songs by James Yon three years ago. Oh, this is the one that starts with him saying daddy's here. Yeah, yeah, this is his own little digger. This is his little ode to his son. Oh, God. And it's a real 1996 throwback, this one. This is... (laughs) Someone named Pisces, Sun, Moon, Boss, Bitch, Roshini, Roshni, Walia said, I love Curry, Feldman. (laughs) I like that. I'm sorry. Wait, what's the name again? Sun Moon Pisces. Boss Bitch. Ra- Roshni Walia. Wow. <laughs> oh, that okay. person is a prophet. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show, Sun Moon Boss Bitch. Um, here we go. This is Baby Blue Eyes, his song to his son. His oh. son is named Zen Feldman. Make of that what you won't. The sun don't shine when your eyes are always looking down. But I didn't ever mean until I had you 
That's enough. That's enough. That's quite enough. Man, I have one question. Y'all ever seen a kid called Child Protective Services on their own? <laughs> Corey Feldman emancipated himself from his parents at 15, and I would advise God. his son to start even earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you Got Me has Farty Techno Creeks, Huey Lewis Synth Brass, Industrial oh. Guitar, and then oh. eventually it turns into like an anime theme song. Uh, it's I, I, another I, bonkers ride. I used the phrases uh, bleep bloop science synths and <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog ring clinks, but either mm-hmm. way, it's that. It's mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then um, there's this, then there's a spoken word interlude and a Punisher sneer scream. And nope, that's all I said about this. Nope. <sighs> Um, there's two lines from the song that I wrote down. One of them is the spoken word part you just alluded to, uh, which he says, you know, they say that when shit goes down, it rains when it pours, which is not the saying. It's not <laughs> it rains when it pours. Uh, they also say shit rolls downhill. Well, I'm at the bottom and I'm uh, a mess. Uh, we know. That's pretty good. <laughs> and then the other line I wrote down is, I've had enough crap and I'm ready to nap. Okay. He, he says he what's he say it's like in an earlier song he says uh like something like like don't wake up feeling crappy that's ah fuck i forget the line but he he uh he's, he oh that. yeah it's i it's bad it's that it's like yeah when you I, I, put, I don't know He's a, he's a, he's a very bad lyricist um i just want to start this off with the um the daddy's home so you all can feel what I felt. You can play him singing You Are My Sunshine at the end, too, which is terrifying. Oh, my God. Let's... Are those fuck What's happening right now? I don't know. Is it a baby? It's a baby. Three eleven, but it's like literally three one one to call like the city hall <laughs> to file a report on for Zen on behalf of Zen Feldman. Somebody check on Zen Feldman. Somebody check on the angels. Let oh, them out. God. Free them. Free them. done like they cut it off so they haven't edited a single moment of this album there's no editing whatsoever but they managed to cut him off in the terrifying before he says don't take my zen shine away you know which is sending a message that please take my son away i can't (laughs) handle this responsibility please uh, sing to him as if i'm like doing a a thing for a horror trailer horror movie trailer it's so fucked up. It's, it's so awful. It's so bad at this up. point. I'm just looking at pictures of, of his son. Because oh. I, I think that if I, that was my father, I'd be very embarrassed and, like, upset. But his son kind of looks, he's got, like, the same, like, 
dumb face weird eyes where i'd be like, like he probably oh the dead ones yeah, yeah he's got like those filming eyes yeah lifeless eyes i don't know i don't know those are expressive eyes when he's a child he was a child actor i mean a lot has gone down behind those eyes in the you intervening know blue two, eyes. You know, three decades but you know what i i've been over here contemplating for a while is i don't know what makes me sadder this album or knowing the fact that Elon Musk has six other kids. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. I thought he just had the one with Grimes. Nah. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Tell yeah. us about the kids. I don't know. It's not. No. No, they don't deserve that. <laughs> they didn't neither does Zen Feldman. Zen, had, and neither did I. Did I? I guess... I did. Um, let's move on here to the next two songs, uh, which are for, for my, my love. Lo- followed for my love, number four, followed by <laughs> we want to change. change. Here it is. Bruh. Here we go. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Here's time like the night you came to me. It was almost like a dream Our eyes was met across the room The vision that I see It's beautiful love, it burns inside of you I don't know how to say it You bring the stars up to the moon And when you leave, you're gone too soon So scared, I cannot think to say the words I really mean. If this was like '93, that could have been a hit. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely his. his he seems a little, you know, he's only a few years behind on EDM trends, but he's like several decades removed from whatever's <laughs> happening in rock. You know, like, this you is know, some Savage Garden VH1 shit. Yeah. Oh my god. This song some, is so It's like oh, Lisa Loeb. <laughs> you say yeah. we want Oh it is, yeah. It is the, you can sing it over that song and it fits. You could. Only hearing negatives. No, you know what this song this song oh, this triggers is, me. This is the ragtime one. This is the best one. No, Hold on. Tookie, no. what'd you say? This song no, is this what? Song, no, that, that last song is like oddly triggering for me because my like when I was like 12, my family adopted a two-year-old ex-racer greyhound because they have shelters for them. And unfortunately, you know, we we had to we had to put her down at one point. And this just this, this song is like, this sound this, this song reminds you of a greyhound mercy killing. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> what do we do with that? This is the soundtrack of like when my first, my family's Sorrow. first dog died. The and end of I, innocence. And like I got in the car with my mom after leaving Angel Memorial Hospital with her ashes, and she turned on AM radio <laughs> and O Town came on. <laughs> All or nothing. this is that moment i'm so triggered Uh this is that moment was was that greyhound the reason that your heart (laughs) (laughs) this is mike 
up. It's I'm sorry. fucked. No. No, that was bad. It's like no. fucked up. What was your greyhound's name? I'm pouring this this four roses bottle out out to her, him or her. Her, na- her name was Greek Miss, aka Missy for short. Retired <laughs> racer at two. Gone too soon at eight. She was a great dog. She was a fat greyhound. We let her stay on the couch a lot. She had a big barrel body and spindly little legs, but we loved her. She was a good ass dog. I'm so triggered right now. I don't know what. All right, P. Misty. To to Missy. Missy, sorry. I'm so, it's so bad. It's triggering memories of my dog's passing. This is like traumatic, like dog death music. Like it is. It is. It's like the Tiger King uh, music, you know. Yeah, yeah. This is this is very the ape much... the ape murder. Um, oh my god, this does sound oh. like the ape murder song. Except the guy who actually sang those Tiger King songs could carry a tune. Yeah, yes. yeah. He had like a, Co- a Toby Keith thing going on. Yeah, Holy a Kobe shit. teeth. Kobe teeth. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm so. Oh my god. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's very mm-hmm. fucked up. It's it's profoundly fucked up. Let's listen to We Wanted Change. This is the All Lives Matter anthem. Oh. Let's go. Here we go. Late September leaves are turning. Not too long before they're blowing away. I get to walking through the parking. I breathe in the winds of change. Early morning, I remember. A simple life not too far away Back when we were all together And we knew we were here to stay We were together We wanted change We said forever Vocal mix is awful God. There's no mixing that in a way. I know. He just like he's, uh, he just like turn his volume vocals up all the way. It's just fucking awful. Back in college, I had a doctor diagnose me with the tumor, and this song is worse than that moment. (laughs) I. (laughs) There's something very wrong about this song. There's something very off. (laughs) The water changed. That part. I mean, it sounds completely unhinged, but it also just the nature of the song sounds minstrelly. It's extremely fucked up. Yes. And then he like does he racist record- cartoon voices at the end of it, too. It yeah. is absolutely some bullshit. Like, why, if you're talking about we wanted change, even in the most generic of possible references, like, you know, the we wanted change. Like, why would you make it sound like the 40s, my yeah. dude? Don't make a song called We Wanted Change that sounds like you recorded it in blackface. Yes. Uh. Don't make a sound. Don't make a song about wanting change when you sound like the Mammy from Tom and Jerry cartoons <laughs> that they had to out, that they had to cut out. How about the remastered versions? Yeah. How about how about don't make a song. Period. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And definitely don't make twenty two of them. And don't do this. Don't do this. It's I just. Hate, I hate to say it, but I think the wrong Corey died. Yeah. Oh. yeah. oh. I don't know. I mean, I heard this song. The first time I heard this song, I was like, Al Jolson is somewhere mad. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but upon the, the re-listen, I'm just like, God damn. This is so bad. This is so bad. I mean, this is the so bad. it's so bad. We 
like that is mm. how could you how could you play that back and be like don't on the record that's it that's the one <laughs> you're we got it we got it more you protests literally cannot you cannot Mind it's that, the all lives no. matter of songs it's all oh lives matter God. of songs and i think there's another all lives matter of songs like immediately afterwards and the whole point is this, this is the all lives matters all lives matter of albums like it's, what no, it's what, what, white what? mediocrity taken to its absolute pinnacle it's it's just it's just the worst of 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 whiteness and the worst of of misogyny and abuse and like all of these terrible deep 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 seated like sicknesses of our culture like just personified in this in this in this nightmare honky tonk like jamboree like i just i can't i don't what, I, okay what, but what un- horrific combination of like ego driven neuroses like leads you and to trauma dr- have the drive to create this and then like the absolute like disconnection from reality to play it back and think yes i've done it but what I want to know is, okay, what would product. you, what would you guys consider the lead slash signature song from Hamilton? <laughs> uh, my shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like this is that song, but for Karen the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not throwing away my haircut. I'm not throwing away my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a mask outside. Ugh. My rights are being violated. <laughs> uh, this is that for Karen the musical. That's exactly. I, I mean, I can't. I'm just I hate like it. my daddy. I'm white, privileged, and angry, and I'm not. Can we have? Haircut. Wait a second. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can we please have Karen the musical happen? And can we have it be with entirely like a all black cast where with yes. minstrel whiteness? Can we please have like white paint? Can we? <laughs> White face? Yes. White I'm face. on yeah, I can we I'm actually here do that? Is that, I'm into that is that what equity looks like? All I have to do is just go into the makeup aisle at CVS. <laughs> and that's white face for me. White, white, and whiter. You mean that section? Don't, don't let and Manuel do it though, because he'll like make the Karen's into heroes. Oh, God. oh yeah. Well that's that's a whole other issue. But <laughs> but it if sure you need is. me to put on some mother of pearl. Karen's built America. Some eggshell complaints to the manager. Karen's do it better, right? Like if you need me to do that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I God. I will be here to do that. I love I mean that's that's the most artistic thing that any of us have said. <laughs> like that any any that any of this experience has given us. Like that was a genuinely creative thought and we're going to yeah. make that musical and it's going to be great. Nothing about this is fucking great. It's just so although a disaster well, artist-esque musical about the making of Angelic to the Core. Yeah, that I could be the know, next Tiger King. I want to know though, will our um Indiegogo Kickstarter for Karen the Musical, make more money than Corey's did for this album. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it would be that hard. Venmo oh. at T. Kavanaugh. Five dollars. Only five dollars. I've seen very frivolous GoFundMe's make more than Angelic to the Core did. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 What he should have done is just dress like Mouth from the Goonies and be like, "I'll come to your party." At mouth from the Goonies, <laughs> and like I won't break character. Like I would, I'd pay five hundred dollars for that. 
Mouth was cool as fuck. You are the problem. <laughs> he was the coolest. He he was the coolest kid in the eighties. Like if oh, you yeah, watch absolutely. those old Corey Feldman movies, he was yeah. like he acted like a cool adult. He's wearing a Prince Purple because he was time. because yeah. he was emancipated at fifteen. And this man needed a fucking parent, and he got Michael Jackson, and this is what happened. Like that's what fucking happened. <sighs> Imagine not breaking kayfabe because you were in the Goonies. <laughs> Christ. Oh. oh, man. All right. Next song. I can't. Next song, for sure. Okay, the next song. Here we go. This next Wait, song. Hold on. You saying that, Dickie, though, makes me wonder, does Corey Feldman do cameos? Oh, I don't know. Probably. probably. I wonder oh. what his rate is. I wonder. Probably, it's probably way more than it's worth. Well, actually, well... Should we get yeah. artists that we've trashed to do promos through Cameo for our show? We That'd actually should absolutely do that. But we have given, we've pledged all our dildo money to Tookie. So that's, yeah. I mean. Well, for next season. For next season. If we have another season, this is <laughs> unbeatable. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, bad music. Keyword, bad music. When you get your dildos, um, you're taking a stand. You're taking a stand for equality. Um this song is called Take a Stand. It's off of a, a, an original motion picture soundtrack for a movie called Operation Belvis Bash. I don't have anything else to say about this. We're going to follow it. Listen, uh, by Remember 222, Corey's song. Corey's song. A very hard to parse ode to Corey Haim. I, tr I tried my best to write down some lyrics. It was very difficult to it make is, them out. It's a nope. Here we go. Take a stand. This is his 9-11 oh, <clears throat> fantasy song. Here we go. I'm staring out the window, caught inside a dream. Ignorance is blissful. I'm feeling quite serene. I'm sorry, this was the All Lives Matter song. <laughs> they all are, but this one is definitely it. Um, well, this was a single white man doing We Are the World by himself. Yeah. <laughs> this was the worst song. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so boring and awful. Like, at least go back to the weird shit, you know? Yeah, it's fucking rough. <laughs> and also the lyrics, because I choose to ignore the stuff, the suffering abroad, doesn't mean it's not happening. Well, thank you, Corey. It off. Well, thank you. It just kills me because he really thought he was doing something with this. Dude, he this really is really did. It is. It's the least needed 9/11 take since Mark Wahlberg. Imagine uh, what would have happened if he was on that plane. Like that's what this song is. It's just this in this ridiculous. It's just in. It, 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 we need peace. We need love somehow. The world is not full of clouds. Let the sun shine down. Like, this is Corey Feldman's take a knee, trademarked fucking, you know, Ugh. cops are good, bad mm -hmm. apples sing along, like featuring Leonard Skinnerd and just, you know, ending the war in Iraq by saying we need peace right now. Like, this is just, <sighs> it is the laziest 
sleepiest take of all time. It's so terrible, dude. It's also very timely. (laughs) Oh yeah. Very timely response. 15 years. Well, yeah. 15 years later was when the song was released. Just so we're clear. Not 222. Here we go. tried my damnedest to transcribe <laughs> some lyrics from this song. I really wanted to know what he was saying about his friendship with Corey Haim and, and what meaning I could mm. glean from this song. I really tried. Here's what I, here's the best I could do. Remember back when we were young, every day was so much fun riding around on our bikes. And this one, I really, I tried so hard, but I, I don't know. Walk to sins to get our eyes. I don't know. Uh, there was a shower in the back, filled the love and broke the rack. Life before we ha- both had dates. We never took things. Oh, sorry. Can't count the times you kept me late. Life before we both had dates. We never took things serious. That made us mysterious. It's a very shitty ode to his friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, hey, everybody. Remember my friend whose heart exploded? Well, wham, bam, a lamb, a ding dong. Here's a theme song for Bedigans. Oh, what we need to really convey the tone of sorrow and mourning is some synth sax. Let's some go, baby. He kind of sounds like kind of sounds like Cartman on it, too. Yeah. Hey, real quick, you guys. Um, random, but Fred Durst turns 50 this year. Who? Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? He's, he's, he's forever young, Fred Durst. I guess. He's he been bald since he was like 50. 20. So. What that means yeah. is we're forever old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel no, like if you go bald back. real young, then like you, the, the one advantage it gives you is that you look younger as you get older because you already looked old when you were young. Oh yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, because he has one of those like thumbnail potato faces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I it, oh. this sucks. This sucks so much, dude. This is his song for Corey Haim. Like Corey Haim literally died from like his severe drug abuse, and it seems quite clear that Corey Feldman is certainly still like riding all sorts of you know, trains that he probably shouldn't be riding. You know what I mean? Like this is, this is, it's very sad. It's very sad, but the tone of the song is so like garishly off, like upbeat. And it's, it's so fucked up. It's like this person has no idea what human emotions are supposed to be like. Right. Yeah. This is so sinister. Yeah. Um, I know that this album took him 10 years to make, but I also know that he wrote 13 of the songs on it in the course of three months. Um, And I wonder what period of time was there more cocaine consumption? Was it the 10 years uh, of the, you know, of of painfully uh, conceptualizing the album or the three month sprint of finishing it? 
all of the above. And that's the thing <laughs> is that like, and then, and the mastering where he was like, okay, okay. Oh, oh, the mastering right. oh my God. Okay. Not, right, right, there right, was right, no right. mastering. No, but, there but was the, no idea, mastering. the idea that he was fucking, I'm sure he was just gurning out of his mind and just losing his shit and being like, okay, okay, okay. Right, 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 right. All right. We need more sense, more sense, more sense. Like just layer it on, just assault me with aggressive, terrible, like, fucking computer noises like I, I just i i don't know what to say i don't know what to say dude it's so fucked up it's fucked up and and also at this point um this is when he's really lost all sense of like the concepts like <laughs> yeah well i think i think that went out the window like definitely with the ragtime song <laughs> that was like the official like all right, we're going fucking wherever now. Like, there has not been a, a Charlie's Angels skit in, like, ten songs, but it was at the beginning of every single song in the, at the start of the album. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's... It, they just And he just, like, never goes back to it. It's, like, well, in the room when she's talking about, like, her breast cancer, and it just, like, never shows back up. Yeah. That's, like, the same thing with the Charlie's Angels shit. Um, he does come back to Charlie's Angels at the end. Let's. Oh, does he? If he, oh yeah, it takes a long skipped, break. Well, you know, you you skip the last twenty seconds. So well, and, uh, oh, I'm talking I to. I, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think I, I think I, I do remember it at the end. It's horrific. All right, we speaking of the end, we are just about at it, and we are also at hour three of our. All right, yeah, let's let's wrap up. This is gonna be a two-parter. This is gonna be a two-part episode. That'll make Christian happy because we gotta capitalize on our our new Pandora listeners. I don't understand how we're getting like ten thousand listeners a month from Pandora. What is happening? We're on I'll some fucking it. we're on some weird playlist, but apparently I don't yeah, I don't know. But either way I don't way, know if we should split it though, because our part twos are never big episodes. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you know, this is hour three. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, the next and final two songs, thank God, are um, the song Mercy, which I am begging for and have not been shown any Mercy of. featuring featuring B. Howard. Definitely important to put that feature in there. Is it? <laughs> is it? Uh, no, but he did anyway. No. Okay, great. Um, and then followed by Working Class Hero, which is a John Lennon song. Um, but honestly, I'm just going to play, because it's a John Lennon and Yoko Ono song, I'm just going to play the end of it because, you know. It's not a good cover. I it's, mean, it's, it's the worst John Lennon cover I've ever heard in my fucking life. And it's so I've heard so a lot horrible. of bad ones. <clears throat> a I lot of bad John Lennon covers out there. A lot of bad John Lennon originals out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's extremely fucked up. That's all I'm going to say. Walking down the street And I was hurting Thinking about my knees The world is us again Mankind is the disease God, won't you help me find the strength? Lord, have mercy. 
I can't. I can't. Lord have mercy on my. Something to be. They hurt you at home. They hit you at school. God will be very happy that you're back. Oh, where's that key? Oh, <laughs> there it is. Ooh. Ascension Millennium Now you got the feeling and your heart is not believing This is like what happens when technology progresses to a place where you can get really good production sounds on like extremely shitty things, like mm. and like or and like you don't mix it well because everything like you can I don't know I, 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 it, do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, Mercy is a big song. Like Mercy has a lot of production on it. Yeah. Um, and I liked Fantano made a comment on that song that I agree with, which is that it sounds like he recorded Mercy like right after hearing The Weeknd for the first time. <laughs> uh, like really that hook, that Lord have mercy, mercy on my soul. Yeah, like, very... very The Weeknd, very sad boy R&B. Uh, but then he's also doing like Michael Jackson shit on it. And saying, thinking about my knees. Niece? Niece? On niece? I'm usually thinking about my knees these days because I'm mostly thinking about like when did I start feeling my knees? Like, Does he really say I'm thinking about my knees? Because I don't that's know. That's what it sounds like. He's he repeats he it over yes. and like, and then he says something like humans are the disease. I think right after or mm -hmm. at some point, which I, yeah, yeah, that's very uh, very clever. Who's more woke, Tommy Lee? Who's more woke, Tommy Lee or uh, Corey Feldman? Um, I believe I did say that Tommy Lee is Malcolm X in that. Yeah, you woke did. lyrics on that album. <laughs> Michael, he was really talking about the. This is not society. the moment. This is not the moment to double no, down on that claim. Not. No, you know, maybe I'll take this opportunity to um, rescind <laughs> all the nice things I said about Tommy Lee. Maybe it's time. <laughs> I think it's time. Uh, yeah. Working class hero. His voice is an actual death rattle. Like it, it, it <laughs> it's so scary. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Everything about it is it's just so terrifying. It, it just, does sound like a dying man on a lot of this album. <laughs> like a sick man. He is very sick. It he is it, it, humans are the disease, actually. Corey's right. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, Fuck. He's, he's pretty fucking terrible. This album is garbage. It's not hot garbage. It's tepid garbage. It's like tepid garbage that's been pissed on and like soaked in gasoline and lit on fire. Um, it's it's just the worst. It's just the worst. There's nothing redeemable about it. I don't even like. I feel like rating this is a formality, but I we I guess we have to do it because we. Did you, 
Did you ever see the video of him? Isn't there a video of him like going back on the Today Show and like crying after everyone like made fun of him? Oh my God. Have you seen that? I, I would love to see that. That might actually make me feel good again. That might yeah. be. I'm glad that he feels bad about um, this album in some ways. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't think it's bad, but I'm glad that like when people made fun of him. I'm glad he cried. Yeah. I'm glad he cried. He, he deserves like this album is a sin and he deserves punishment for it. Like it's a mortal sin. It is mm. to 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 have been put through this was punishment enough. Like he he owes me. He yeah. owes all of us for that transgression. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to find it. I don't know where you it know, is. You know, you send it to me and we'll, we'll send it as an addendum here. I, I, I would, that would be the only redeeming quality of this album is that it made Corey Feldman cry. That is literally the only good thing that could possibly come out of this album. We have to rate the album. We're at that point. We have made it the fuck through. Thank God. Thank God. Thank the angels. Free the angels. I hope the angels are okay. Um, but uh, we're, we're done. We're done with listening to this album. I'm mm. never, ever, 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 ever going to listen to this again. So at least there's that. Round of applause for us, everyone. Everyone. There's three or four songs on here I'll probably listen uh. to again. <laughs> what the? Which ones? Uh, Ascension. Uh, whatever the first one is. And then uh, the two summer songs. Uh, Can you shut? No, no. <laughs> Can we not? Uh, everybody is one of them. Bad people. Bad people is fine. And uh, so, you're, right. no, so now you're saying that you didn't mind these songs, but you're actually going to go back and listen to them again? At some point. No, I you're will, not. I probably will. Right. No. And then in ten, in 10 years, when it's his biggest Pinkerton, uh, you guys You'll say, oh, I you were really, so. you really had your finger on the pulse back then. Uh, you really knew. In Jeez. in ten years, when when all music sounds like this, <laughs> honestly, that's what happened with Farrah Arpraham. I listened to uh-huh. the latest Charlie XCX album, and that was basically uh, Farrah Abraham. So maybe all music will sound like this eventually. But I don't want to live to that day. I don't want to live um, anymore in this world. I want to fucking end this this. Um, this episode, uh, we have to rate the album on a scale of zero to negative five of something. You guys are our guests. You know how it goes. We have to pick a quantifier. So what's the quantifier and who wants to take it? Um, zero to negative five. On a scale of zero to negative five, I rate this a negative 27 to give back Nelson Mandela each year he served in prison. <laughs> That's how bad this is. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. I accept. I accept that. Um, and we don't have a quantifier of this one. That's fine. Oh no, it's the it's the number of years oh. you're going to give back that Nelson Mandela served oh, in prison. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. How many years has it been since 1865? 1865? 155. I'm going to give this a negative 155 for the number of years since uh, Juneteenth, where all previously enslaved people in Texas were freed. Uh, It is beyond bad, guys. This is truly the worst. It's the worst timeline. It's the worst music of the worst year, of the worst month. Um, You know, it is just profoundly 
um, tragic and just upsetting on so many levels and, and just zero redeeming value. Even the shit that's funny, it makes you feel bad when you laugh. It makes you recoil. There's this album and this experience. It's, it's, it's rotten. It's rotten to the core. It's the bad apple. Um, and we're all more rotten for it. And, um, it is truly the worst music I've ever listened to on the show. It absolutely breaks the scale. I know broken side was what negative 7,000. Our first episode, we retconned it to a negative six. So this is the 71st episode of the show or something like that. And it, it truly is. It's a negative, a negative 155. It, it, it is, um, it's an abomination. The end. It's- I gotta right. say, it's it's a little better than Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna rate it? Uh, so I I, uh, I give it like a negative three. Can I just give it a negative three? No, sure, if you want to. <laughs> I mean, we. I no, negative three stars. <laughs> <laughs> Dicky, no, Dicky, no. <laughs> Hey, it's, this ain't the look. This isn't the hill to die on. Let me tell you, it's just not. It's I mean, not. it's better that I'd probably rather listen to this than Imagine Dragons. Or you know who you know who is really fucking terrible is that Vance Joy character. I'd probably rather listen to this than Vance Joy. Uh, Vance is that the guy's name? Do you know what I'm talking um, about? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, he's. This sucks. is a ninety-four minute. Album. <laughs> I'd rather listen? listen to this than you know. You know that band Bowling for Soup. Can you shut I up? Much rather listen to this than Bowling for Soup. Bowling for Soup is really bad. I mean, yeah. we should do them. I'm sorry. This is that probably edgy... like the worst ska music, right? Like it's whatever it is. It's the worst. It's the worst. That's the worst. I think. So I would edgy. much rather. Li- <laughs> I'm not trying to be edgy. What a what I, a. What a that's a, I mean, put, why don't you put why don't you put uh what is it? I got my notes. Uh everybody. Everybody <laughs> block ice back on. That's a no! summertime, that's a summertime hit, hit. I can already taste the uh tiki drink, you know? It's uh <laughs> I just wanna like hang out, play basketball with my friends. Do you play basketball? I Dickie, would, uh, to that to that sign. I'm I'm uh I didn't think I would be live in the Zoom call for your cancellation. But. <laughs> it's over. It's so over. And that's the thing that the comments, if, if there has been anything consistent over the past 300 comments that we've gotten on this fucking live show, which is insane. It's people um, saying, I can't believe I'm witnessing Dickie Stock's heel turn in real time. So. <laughs> As long as you're doubling down, you're doing the I'm classic. It's quite the classic white American male there. You're playing right to type and getting uh, canceled forever. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Negative three. Okay. Negative, negative fucking three. Go ahead, Mike Dunn. Go ahead. Um, look, you guys. I'm looking. I, I, I can't defend this album, certainly. No. Nope. Uh, it is probably the worst album I've ever heard, like yes. by most metrics, if not all, uh, it is like uh, an album that makes you dissociate, and it feels like you're experiencing experiencing a nightmare. Truly, uh, if I did not take breaks from this album, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would be mentally scarred. Like, I, I needed to step away from it. Yep. several, like numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I do. I will. I'm going to give Dickie a little bit of like Mm-mm. support in that. <laughs> I do think that parts of this album are so out there and ridiculously conceived. Sure. Um, that that I, I, I sort of enjoyed the pain, you know, and, and, and well, it, because doesn't that say something more about and, us than it does about this album? It also like it cracked me up. Like it's just it's so it's the most it's the most unhinged yes. r- album ever made. Like yeah. if if it, maybe not the worst. Like I I'd still kind of think in some ways like I would you know it's it, I would rather listen to this than Broken Side at least. Broken Side like gives me a headache. Um, this what? hurts my soul. This hurts my soul more. Uh, it's, is it it's just t- that you don't have a soul anymore? No, I mean, I definitely do because I felt it just being like stabbed over the course <laughs> of this album. Um, but I'm, I mean, like, I, it's not an album where I I'd ever say to someone like, stay far away. Don't ever listen to it. Don't, you don't want to experience this because I do think like, it is so fucking crazy. Like, yeah. come on. like, lickety yeah. splickety, like, come on. Um, but with that being said, like, the other thing is that I don't like you know, when we do break the scale, I don't like to break it that much. And it's for a very dumb reason is because I keep track of the average score given to the albums in each season. And you guys are really screwing up the, uh, the averages uh, <laughs> with your, with your scores here. But I do think this, this maybe calls for a, a slight break in the scale. Um, so I'm going to flip that remix 1.6 around and give this a negative 6.1 years back to Nelson Mandela. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. That is our show. That is our season. We Ooh. want to thank you. I, I I don't know who to thank. I don't know if this is what gratitude is supposed to feel like, but I, I do feel gratitude. Um, mostly for our incredible guests, who I am just so, so lucky to know. So, um, Tookie and Dickie, thank you so much. Let's start thank with Tookie. Um, once again, let's remind everybody of the Venmo, the Cash App, the uh, PayPal, and also what do you got going on that uh, we should know about? Oh boy! Uh, yes, Venmo at T K A V A N A G H. It's just a five dollar five dollar donation to help me buy a lit crusette Dutch oven, but also for reparations. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, what else I got going on? Uh, shows are starting to reopen. I'm playing someone's backyard on the 20th, <laughs> a, oh, very so- a very socially distant show. So that's going to be very interesting. Whose backyard? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I don't Sounds know, safe. but it's in, it's in Brookline. It's fine. They've got money. It's great. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, they got uh, yards there. Yeah, exactly. They've got yards. I'm going to be doing like a 10 minute set in someone's yard it'll be fun uh but other than that you can catch me online uh and at my twitter uh uh, my instagram but mainly my twitter talking a lot of shit online so hope to see you there fuck yeah all right dicky what the fuck is going on with your life what do you want to plug um, uh, I would thank you, but I hate you now. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, that's okay. I, I, did, I, I deserve it. Uh, I got I got a cartoon I just finished uh, called Sex Coward. That's the second episode, and uh, it's about Kimberly Struble and Larry Nabisco and uh, Mr. Spaghetti. It's just a bunch of characters. And uh, I don't know. I got Instagram and Twitter at Dicky Stock. 
and uh, yeah, that's fine. And <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. You okay? Love also- the new sex coward. This is very, very like that shit is so dope. So this is I like sex coward. That. I just want everybody it's to know stark. if you if you made it through to this point in the in the show, this is when I'm gonna fucking talk up uh, Ricky Stock because he's been creating this Facebook universe that has been absolutely fucking hysterical for uh, over a decade, um, and he continues to fucking troll the media, and including with uh, the most recent video that I that got you in the Onion and like uh, yeah. the AV Club and all over the internet uh tell us about that because it is a precious perfect little little poopy diapy it's yeah. so funny it's so, so i uh told so i was going I, I went on i went on cameo and uh i just was seeing who was on there and Corey lewandowski <laughs> donald trump's campaign manager was on there and he was on there for fifty dollars or fifty five dollars <laughs> And uh, I was like, well, I wonder if I can get him to, you know, might give my imaginary son some toilet training uh, encouragement. So I was like, hey, you know, my name's Papa Dickie and my son's name's Mickey. And if you could just give him some advice on, you know, going and I in quotes, poo poo in the big boy toilet, you know, me and my wife would really get a kick out of that. And uh I put my sent like you know put my money in and like I, I was like there's no way he's gonna do this in three days I'm gonna get my money back uh, and then it was the first the first uh, protest outside the um, the state house I was down I was down there and uh, I was getting ready to leave and I got like a fucking notice uh, on my phone that. He had done it, and I was just like, no fucking way. It was like this big moment in my life that he actually fucking did it. And then he didn't disappoint. He sounds like a fucking douchebag when he when he's reading it. And he uh And yeah, he talks about going poo-poo in the big boy toilet. Yeah, he goes, Good luck with good luck with your poopies. <laughs> and uh yeah, he's just a joke. That dude, that dude will do anything for fifty-five dollars. Wait a second. Holy shit, you guys. Holy shit, you guys. That just finally inspired me to look up Corey Feldman cameo. And his profile is on there, guys. Hi, I'm down to number two. Pretty much say or do whatever you ask in your requests. That said, I have two rules. Nothing crude, only peace, love, and energy allowed. This is only for fun so let's please keep it positive we are buying Corey feldman what's the rate what's the rate i don't know and i'm sending my request as we speak (laughs) 202 dollars oh that's a weird number right no we're gonna have to wait for the season four uh, uh dildo money returns we're not we're not taking tookie's reparation money for no, no, no 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 i'm talking about next season okay that's if i agree to do this ever again we want to thank you stoppy so much for coming here and listening to us blather on for literally three and a half hours about Corey feldman's angelic to the core i am so unbelievably grateful uh to Dickie and Tookie for being on the show with us today and for all of you who um, for some reason continue to support us and listen to us and share our shit and send us multi-paragraph essays 
essays um, about like your perspective on like Soldier Boy or Hinder with citations. Like it's it's mind blowing, and we're extremely grateful. We love doing the show. I might never want to do this show ever again, but that's why we're on season finale. So we're gonna take a, you know a little hiatus, a couple months off to just regroup, reset. Um, but we do want to hear from you, so please um, send us suggestions for the next season. Send us any tips and tricks uh, if you want us to review something as insane as Tanetta. Like we rely on you for that, Stoppy. So, oh, um, also, also, we're gonna be putting together a clip show. So, if you have any favorite yes. uh, make it stop clips that you want us to include, uh, any any favorite moments from the show. Uh, we're going to do an old 70s sitcom style uh, clip show episode yeah. over the summer between seasons. So probably a couple. Honestly, we got a lot of great. We got a great we got some great moments. Right. Right. I, I, I mean, I assume so. Someone people are out there listening. So we must be doing something right. Can I just and, add one? Have you guys ever seen the uh, Buck Cherry at Woodstock 99 clips? Uh, I remember listening nope. to the Woodstock 99 album and on the, on the Buck Cherry song they picked, which was the, I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. He does this insane speech about, uh, I'm talking eight balls. And Dude, the whole thing, just the whole thing is fucking crazy. I just figured I'd mention that because it, it would be, it might be worth doing. That might that be worth a, doing for sure. That is a, thing, a live is that... episode, like a live album yet. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that honestly, like it is going to be very difficult. We are relying on you stoppies to give us these hidden gems and like, we're going to do some excavating ourselves, but like true or not hidden gems, but like hidden poop. Like, I don't know what, what is yeah. what, <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst of all music and we're looking for it always. So yeah. thank you for voting for this album. This was the worst album. You guys did a good job. Yeah, and thanks for sticking with us through all of season three. Uh, you know, thanks to the Pantheon Podcast Network for taking a shot on us and 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 putting our show out there to a wider audience. And uh, you know, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the hits coming. We'll be back shortly uh, with more you know uh, soul rending experiences that, yep. that you, for your entertainment. We're only here for the dildo money, people. So we will see you uh, for season four, which is fucking ridiculous. Uh, you can find us at uh, makeitstoppodcast.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at makeitstopcast. And you could send us an email, should you be so moved, at makeitstoppodcast at gmail.com. Bye. 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 Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. Um, holy fucking shit. That was so bad. It's so <laughs> great. It was so great. It was actually so great. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 